Hello, I'm Ren Ferguson. I'm one of the ministers here at the Collinsville Troy Church of Christ, and I'm glad that you have come back today as we continue to answer the question, does the church that Jesus built still exist today? Now, if you have tuned in for the past couple of days, you uh, remember that on Monday we looked at some of the Old Testament prophecies, Isaiah and, and Daniel, and yesterday we looked at uh, Joel chapter 2 and began to look at some New Testament prophecies concerning the church all of these prophecies are very important. Again, the Old Testament prophecies pointed to the fact of four or five main things, uh, that it was going to come to pass in the latter days, which Daniel informs us that it was going to be during uh, the time of the Roman Empire. It was going to be for all nations. It was going to begin at Jerusalem. And as we see in uh, Daniel, or rather Joel, at that time, the Lord was going to pour out His Spirit on all flesh. It was, that was going to be one of the key marks that the kingdom of God had been established. And they were all saying it, it was off in the distance, not yet to be uh, fulfilled. But then when we got to the New Testament, we noticed that the language had shifted, that it wasn't something that was off in the distance of, or distant future, but that it was something that was about to happen, something that was about to be established. We noticed uh, Matthew 3 and verse 2, Matthew chapter 4 and verse 17, and also Mark chapter 9 and verse 1, all making that very point. And as we looked at in Mark 9 verse 1, even referring back to that prophecy of Joel chapter 2, the power with which the kingdom of heaven was going to be established. Now, looking at a couple of New Testament, or a couple of more New Testament prophecies about the church, uh, the other main one, in Matthew chapter 16, beginning in verse 13, going down through verse 20, and I think that this passage is really important and probably the easiest to see that the kingdom and church are talking about the same thing because Christ refers to both of them virtually in the same breath in this uh, passage. Uh, in verse 13, they had come into the district of Caesarea Philippi, and Jesus asked his disciples, Who do people say that I, the Son of Man, am? Of course, they gave that answer. Uh, John the Baptist, some Elijah, some Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. And that's when he asks his disciples, But who do you say that I am? And Peter speaks up and says, You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered him there in verse 17, Blessed are you, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. And I tell you that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Then he strictly charged the disciples to tell no one that he was the Christ." So here Jesus again prophesies about the church and the kingdom that he was going to build. And as I mentioned, this one is so much easier to see how the church and the kingdom are the same thing because as I mentioned, Christ refers to them basically in the same breath. In verse 18, he says, I will build my church. And then in verse 19, he immediately says to Peter that he would give him the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Showing to us that the kingdom and the church are talking about, again, that's the same institution. And just as Jesus has been teaching his entire ministry, he is about to build his church. He is about to establish his kingdom, the kingdom that Isaiah and Daniel and Joel, the kingdom that they all prophesied about.
He says, it, it, I mean, it's about to happen as we noticed those, those prophecies yesterday. But also, I want us to notice one other New Testament prophecy before we move on and, and look at the fulfillment of these prophecies because that's also uh, very important for us to note as well. Go to Luke chapter 24. Luke chapter 24. And we're going to notice uh, verses 46 through 48. Luke 24, 46 through 48. Uh, this is Jesus speaking to them. Thus it is written that the Christ should suffer and on the third day rise from the dead, and that repentance and forgiveness of sins should be proclaimed in his name to all nations beginning from Jerusalem. You are witnesses of these things, and behold, I am sending the promise of my Father upon you, but stay in the city until you are clothed with power from on high. We see so many important things in these three, four verses. Many of the same things that we have already looked at, uh, especially there in verse 47. Uh, it was going to be for all nations. It was going to begin at Jerusalem. Again, in verse 49, he says to stay at Jerusalem until they are clothed with what? With power. Talking about the Holy Spirit that Joel prophesied about in Joel chapter 2, that power that was going to come from God that he was going to pour out on them. But also we have here the fact that repentance and forgiveness of sins was going to be preached in the name of Christ. That was going to be one of the other marks that this kingdom, that his church, began at Jerusalem. So, we have the time during the Roman Empire. We have the fact that it was going to be for all nations beginning at Jerusalem. Two key marks of its establishment was the fact that the Lord was going to pour out his Holy Spirit upon these people and also that repentance and forgiveness of sins was going to be preached in the name of Christ. So we have all of these prophecies, we have all of these details surrounding the kingdom, surrounding the church, and then we get to Acts chapter 2, which picks up virtually right where Luke uh, leaves off, uh, because uh, Luke wrote the book of Acts as well. And so we have here in Acts chapter 1, the first part of this chapter records uh, Jesus' ascension. Uh, again, in verse 8, he says, But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. Now, Luke in, in Luke chapter 24 didn't specifically mention that the power is going to be from the Holy Spirit. He just says that they were going to receive power. But now, as he is recording this, he records that detail for us, that the Holy Spirit was going to come upon them, and when he did, they were going to receive that power. And you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. And in verse 12, we see, Then they returned to Jerusalem from the mount called Olivet, which is near Jerusalem, a Sabbath day's journey away. So we have them as going through Christ's ministry, him giving them all of these prophecies and teachings about his kingdom, promising that the Holy Spirit was going to come, that they were going to receive that power uh, from the Holy Spirit, but they were to remain in Jerusalem because that's where the kingdom was going to, to be established. That is the origin place of the kingdom. And we see them there in verse 12. They returned to Jerusalem. They were in the right place. 
They were in the right place at the right time. So we have all of these things building upon one another, fitting together again like pieces of a puzzle. Because this is exactly what God prophesied. This is exactly what he knew was going to happen and how he was going to, by his will, uh, make all of these things happen so that he could establish his kingdom. And then in Acts chapter 2, we begin seeing all of these prophecies fulfilled. And we're going to look at that. I know that this video is just a little bit shorter than usual. Uh, but we're going to look at the fulfillment of all of these prophecies um, tomorrow. So I hope that you'll come back and, and look at that with me and continue this study with me tomorrow. I thank you so much for your attention today. And please, again, please come back. And if you have any questions, if you have any comments or concerns about these things, don't hesitate uh, to message us or to get in touch with us however, however you can. But I thank you so much for your attention. And please, again, come back tomorrow as we will be uh, looking at the fulfillment of all of these prophecies. So thank you.